Welcome to the Content Marketing Mastery Podcast. It's like an energy shift. So it. It's all yeah. energy. Yeah. They just get it. It's like sending out radio frequencies and matching with the right people. I would never start from zero. I would always find someone that's already doing exactly what I want. Where we give valuable tips for your own content strategy so that you create better content and reach more people and help more clients. Yuck Up, the host of this podcast, interviews thought leaders within the content marketing and PR scene and supports you with key learnings for your business. Now, enjoy the podcast episode. Hey guys, this is Jakob. I'm content manager and I'm helping small and medium enterprises with their content strategy. In my podcast, Content Marketing Mastery, I'm interviewing people who create great content. And today we are going to speak about SEO, search engine optimization. And my guest today is Ben Hirons. Hi Ben, how are you doing? Hey Jakob, I'm really good. How That's are cool. you? I'm also very fine. Thank you for your time and appreciate really that you that we are that we are going to speak about a big topic, SEO optimization. But first of all, can you introduce yourself in a nutshell? So who are you and what's your personal passion? Uh, sure. Um, uh, they're big questions. You never know how to answer that, do you? <laughs> I've, got to, I've, got to, I've got to practice that some more. Um, so uh, I've got um, a, a digital marketing agency based in, yeah. in Brisbane and Melbourne in Australia. Um, married with two kids and a dog and live in the suburbs, for want of a better word. Um, and look, we've, we've been in business now for 17 odd years uh, for the first Really, 10 of those years, I had a payments company where we sort of generated 22,000 uh, clients. We had a database of 130,000 small businesses. We had um, sort of 35 to 40 staff at our peak. Um, and that's really where we cut our teeth and mustard on, um, on marketing and sales and process. And look, I guess taking a step back from that as well as I'm, I'm an engineer by trade. And I think that's really one of our core points of differentiation is it's how you bring that engineering approach to, to mm -hmm. marketing. Um, and I guess that's really... Uh, really formulates our product offering and I guess our take on what marketing is, is today. Um, and I love the outdoors. So I love, I'm a keen camper and hiker and bike rider. Cool. Uh, yeah. It's, it's great. great yeah. for the you're, you're in the right country, I would say. So just in right. Australia, <laughs> definitely <laughs> in the right country. <laughs> yep. yep. And it's a big country too. Yeah. So, you're um, in the south of Melbourne, right? I'm actually in Queensland, so just north of Brisbane, about an hour north okay. of Brisbane. Yeah, okay. so you know, a little, little place called the Sunshine Coast, which is my piece of paradise. So I was in Melbourne. I, I, I left the big smoke um, about two and a half years ago. Oh, okay. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, and obviously with the world of digital and content, you can do, we can do 98% of in, anything from anywhere. So it's, yeah, um, that's, that's been that's, great. That's the cool thing, right? So you're working also remote? Uh, so you're working... All the time? Uh, yeah, basically, yep, yep. Or we'll drop into clients and that sort of thing. But we've got a small team of four in Melbourne, uh, one in Perth, two in Brisbane and, and myself. Yeah. Um, so we do have a small office in Melbourne that obviously nobody's at at the moment. So there's a good, good chunk of money going out for, for nothing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, that's another story. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of me in a nutshell. Cool. Very nice. Um, okay, so you're on the topic of SEO, search engine optimization, and you have a white paper that I read, and um, what you're basically saying is, uh, you, you're arguing basically that we should all kill SEO. So, Correct. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is your, I suggest your main business, so you're helping clients with their SEO optimization. So, 
but but you at the same time you're saying we have to kill it. So that's, <laughs> that, I, I think that's very interesting. And I asked myself, okay, why is he doing this? <laughs> can you can you explain yeah. this uh, your your argument? Yeah, sure. And it comes from a, a long and sort of history of, of experiences with SEO. And I mean, I'll never forget, um, as I said, we, we sat on the other side when we were client of, of SEO companies and digital agency companies. And I even look back to our first experiences with it. And I really always uh, hate's a strong word, but I really unliked what, what SEO stood for and what companies did. I mean, I remember a second SEO company, was making changes to our website without our authorization nor approval. And they were just stuffing keywords into it and they enlarged the keywords so that they were kind of this big on a font size of mm -hmm. so big and it looked awful. And you go, what, what are you doing? It's just, it's just <laughs> awful. Um, yeah. And they, they couldn't understand why I was angry. So we had like an hour yeah. phone conversation with them. I go, that's my brand. You're, you're bastardizing. You're killing my brand. So, yeah. um, so I've had a very much a, a, a love hate relationship um, with, with SEO from, from the get go. Um, yeah. But I get, look, I guess. Hey guys, this is Jakob. I'm content manager and I'm helping small and medium enterprises with their content strategy. And we will continue with our podcast episode in just a second. Are you one of the entrepreneurs or business owners who know that they should create more content, but you don't do it because you don't have the time or you don't know how to do it? I'm helping you with your content marketing. This means I'm helping, I'm creating content like blog articles for your website, social media posts for your Facebook or for your LinkedIn channel. I'm creating podcast episodes or also helping with your video marketing. If you are interested in having more clients through your content that you have, then feel free to go to my website contentmentoring.com and download my free PDF, five lessons how to create a lot of content and monetize your knowledge. You can also book one free consultation session with me where I give you strategic advice how to improve your content strategy and win more clients. So just go to contentmentoring.com and book one free consultation session and now enjoy our podcast episode. In our, you look at a standard business owner doesn't understand what it is um, or a standard person on the street doesn't mm -hmm. really understand what it is. So, so when they don't understand what it is, the general response is that you throw up your hand saying, I don't know what I need to do. This is all too hard. I'm going to bury my head in the sand. And then you get a guy that's been doing digital marketing for three months saying, I'm the expert, pay me some $2,000 a month and, and I'll fit, I'll make it all work for you and I'll take the pain away. And so the business owner goes, sure, that sounds like a good deal. Let's, let's make it happen. Right. And so you've got yeah. the SEO person that's not as good as he thinks he is, but then you've also got the business owner who's contributed to this because he's just paying somebody to take a problem away from him without actually understanding exactly what it is and what he needs to do about it. So, okay. um, so that really then produces a lazy man's marketing, right? So he's just yeah. paying somebody two grand a month to do some SEO marketing for him, um, which ultimately is all about trying to persuade, trick or shortcut Google into liking you more, right? So when you think of the essence of Google and why he exists, he's there to index, classify and categorize the world's information, right? So his job is to show what he feels is the most important authority of an expert website first and so on down the list. Um, and by paying somebody to do SEO for you, you're not demonstrating at all that you're an expert. You're not being authoritative in what you do. You're not building your, um, 
uh, nous in the world, right? You're trying to shortcut a system that's actually quite hard work. And, and you would know this as content marketing is doing good content and good marketing is actually really hard work. It's vital and really worthwhile, but it's hard work. So, so ultimately what that does then is that it stops you from doing great marketing. So it actually it persuades you to do the easy work versus, you know, let's actually do the right work, the hard work that's going yeah. to uh, communicate who you are better to the right target audiences that's going to reward you long term. Right? And that's what doing great marketing is all about. And ultimately, that's what Google wants to see. He actually wants to see you leading the industry, producing great content, engaging mm -hmm. with people, winning awards. That's what he's measuring you on. So rather than trying to shortcut the process and pay somebody two grand a month, let's actually just do that. <laughs> let's go win yeah. some awards. Let's produce great content. And Google will reward you accordingly. Um, yeah. And so in, in my book, whilst the tasks of SEO, some of the tasks of SEO are quite important, mm -hmm. um, Framing them as doing SEO tasks is detracting from the concept of do great marketing and all the SEO tasks will fall out accordingly. Um, so I guess yeah. that's in my book, it's in everybody's best interest that we do away with SEO so that it forces everybody to do the right stuff, to do great marketing, yeah. to have a great yeah. website, to produce great content. Okay. And that's what Google, and that's what Google will reward accordingly. Yeah. I, I'm just curious. I'm just imagining myself. You're sitting with a, with a new client and he comes to you and he says, yes, Ben, we want to do this SEO thing. And what are you saying to this person? Are you saying, are you killing your stream? Or uh, what, what, what are you saying to this person? I'm just saying do it the right way. Do, you know, okay. this, is not about, this is not about doing SEO. This is about how yeah. are we going to market your business better? So how are we going to find the target audience, communicate to them? display that, uh, show them you're the expert, provide some value to them. So that's what we want to do for you. We don't, we don't want to do SEO. You okay. know, we actually want to market your business bloody well. So let's do that and let's okay. focus on that and let's not focus on SEO. So you're, you're uh, explaining SEO as one part of, of the whole marketing strategy. Do I'm getting right? Uh, in, in a way, right? Um, so if you break down SEO and what it is into its core components, Yeah. It's actually just parts of other marketing. So mm -hmm. um, example, um, the, what they refer to as on-site SEO. So working on the website, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, all that really is, is you know, build a great website. Build a great website that loads quickly, that has a really good user journey, that has great content that answers all your customers' questions. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a great marketing, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that ticks the SEO box of on-site SEO. Right. The next one is to say, you know, uh, you know um, what they call backlinking in SEO or all the links you can get from other people's websites to your website. Yes. Um, if you, there's things uh, to market your business well is you should be found on all the main directories. So mm -hmm. um, in Australia, it's True Local and Yellow, um, Yelp, uh, Word of Mouth, Womo, all those main directories you should be found on, right? So that's just good marketing. Your marketing coordinator, Assistants should be building all those for you, right? So that, that ticks that SEO box. It's just branding yeah. online. Uh, and then it's, and then the, the final piece of the puzzle is your game, is there, right? It's that content marketing. So this, um, how do you get a, an article in the industry uh, magazine? How do you um, get uh, your, your uh, publications to pick you up, right? So that's all about producing great content. Yes. So doing all those things of marketing a business, you're actually ticking all the SEO boxes. So you can then ignore SEO because you're doing all the right things under, under the other headings. Yeah. Does, 
Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just yeah. thinking about, because I worked with tools like search metrics, um, where you SEO optimize uh, blog articles, for example. And yeah. I'm, just, I'm just thinking myself, okay, did I waste my time? <laughs> it's just uh, all, all the skill. I mean, uh, I got it and you're completely right. Google is becoming sm smarter. So yep. actually, is it really necessary to have a tool to say optimize a blog article? Just deliver value upfront. So give, give your best shot in every piece of content that you have. And Google will love you uh, in any way. It doesn't matter if you sure. use search metrics or not. Correct. Correct. Okay. Spot on the mark. So you know what? When you do a blog article, you need to put a good title on it. You need to describe yeah. what it is. The meta description, you need to describe what the article is about. It's got to have a good flow to it. Um, and so that, that's, what you, that's all you need to do. So there's, there's nothing else you need to do to that article. It's a, as long as it's a good article, it engages well, it's to your target audience. And the beauty yeah. of doing that is that you'll get rewarded today by Google. You get rewarded tomorrow by Google. But as Google gets smarter and smarter and smarter in six and 12 months time and 18 months time and two years time, he's going to re reward you more because it's a great bit of content. Um, whereas this concept of let's produce some content because Google wants you to, uh, hogwash, you know, produce great content that's for, you, for your target audience. You, you yes. should be producing content just for the sake of content. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so it becomes more important to to deliver good content. That's that's uh, so what, what, what I'm hearing. Okay, cool. And such topics like keywords. I mean, in the old days, we had this keyword uh, research. For example, when I want to dominate uh, content marketing, uh, I should include in the title content marketing and in the subtitles and also in the meta titles uh, within my back end. Is, is this gone or should I still use the, such tactics, tactical moves? So our, our, our take on it is, is you should be, you write it for your target audience. So you, you don't write, we, our rule and what we've learned the hard way over time is you don't do things just for Google. So that's just, that's kind yeah. of doing things for, for an algorithm. This is all about do it for your target audience because Google's actually just analyzing you as your ideal customer. So your heading should be for your target audience, it should be attractive, it should make sense and it's got to say what it is. So yes, you should have the word content marketing in the heading because that's what the article is about. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. Same with the, the summary, but don't stuff it with content marketing, content marketing, content marketing. It's, you know, <laughs> top, top 10 content marketing tips to put in your next video. I don't know. I'm making this up, whatever it may be. Right. But it's yeah. just write a really, write a really good heading. Um, yeah. yeah Google, Google's getting smarter and smarter and smarter. And he knows exactly what that article is about. Yeah. Hey, cool. Sorry. I keep calling him it. Correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's also an interesting topic. It's he yeah. or she. It's it's, it's, it's with uh, Amazon Alexa, also the same. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. But I've, I've stupidly got in this habit of calling Facebook he and Facebook she, sorry, Google he and Facebook she. So I've got to stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So when, what, what advice would you give to entrepreneurs who are um, starting their own business? I mean, we have COVID-19, so many people going online and starting their own online business and maybe don't have experience with uh, content or with SEO at all, what advice would you give? So how should they start? Should they create yeah. video material or should they start their podcast or all of them? What, what advice would, would you give? 
That's uh, yeah, that's a really big question, and that's I think that question is just going to get worse and worse in the next six and twelve months, as well as as the space becomes a lot more crowded. Um, yeah. You uh, you um, had Rich Mulholland on your podcast, didn't you? That's how yes. we were introduced. Yes. So I I think he hits the nail on the head with. Um, and I'm actually doing his course at the moment, which is an awesome course, just as a, as a promo for, for Rich. Um, but he, he talks about uh, your area of influence yeah. um, and really nailing that um, because everybody, far too often, all, a lot of people try to be too many things to too many people and to too broad. Whereas mm -hmm. I think the only way you can get cut through today is to go narrow and deeper on, on specific slithers of, of, of a topic. So mm -hmm. it's really getting clarity around your area of expertise. Um, you know, what are you the best in? Um, and it could be a certain topic that you're, you put a special bent on or, or whatever it may be. And yeah. that's what you really need to own that sliver, right? So go deeper and deeper, not wider and wider. Um, and then that sort of comes around to, he refers to it as slaying your dragon or it's, you know, what are you going to go to war over? So what do you really truly believe that's wrong with this world? Um, so me, this example, this podcast, me, I think SEO is wrong with this world, right? So it's, it's kind of my going to war is over. Let's get rid of SEO because I think it's in everybody's best interests. Yeah. Um, so it's, so it, how do you choose a top, an area of, an area of expertise authority that you have that's yours that you're the best at and then underlying that what's what's something that's a little controversial that that you strongly believe to be going against the grain of, of common sense wisdom um, and that's what you to me that's what you go to town on because that's going to get you a lot more traction than trying to to please 50,000 different people on different topics and let's write a blog article and let's get this out and that out I mean as as um Lucky enough to see a, um, a Gary Vaychek. Is that it? I can't even remember. Gary Vaychek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, his latest um, tip with a seminar that I saw him at was: you now need to produce, be producing 15 bits of content a day on the social channels to get any cut through. And I'm going, 15 bits of content a day on a social channel. And I go, to most people, that's not real, right? So this is that quality over quantity. So once yeah. you choose a really tight niche that you are the best in the world at and there'll be one you just got to spend some time finding it and then go yeah. to war with something in that niche um, and, the... yeah in the case of Gary Vee, i have to uh, say he he has this um this this pdf where he explains how he created 64 pieces of content <laughs> a day 64 yeah. or 61 i'm not sure yeah, and um, yeah. yeah i consumed this so yeah i i uh, i'm yeah it's true you have to produce quality, but what he says is, I'm producing quantity and quality. <laughs> and he's throwing away stuff, content, and he's looking to the reactions of his community. And then he's reacting to the reaction of his community. So it is the cycle of content that he produces. And for him, it's working very well. Well, because he is in this game of, creating himself so he's not speaking from from a standpoint of you should do this as a consultant he's really living this and also producing himself so um yeah for him it's it's, it's working works. yeah yeah and look i think that's the other thing that he that you can learn from him is is once again he's the epitome of being the best you right so there's he, yeah. he does it so well he's gary everybody knows that it is him to a team i think <laughs> That, that's the other lesson as part of that area of authority is 
be the best you. Just be mm -hmm. who you are and what you're true to and what you're great at. Find that that niche area of expertise and 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 go to it. But ultimately, it's be true to you and then be the best you. And he's he's doing that amazingly well. Um, and and I think you could, we can all learn from that. But once again, I think everybody's different. So don't try and be Gary. Be you. Be who you are. No, you you can't beat him. <laughs> no, correct. <laughs> you can't beat him. Yeah, correct. But, but the the cool thing about this. Being you, um, I, I listened, I, I heard to the Problem Solver podcast from Jason Pfeiffer, who's the chief editor of the Entrepreneur Magazine. And he interviewed, yeah. most recently, I, I think one week ago, um, Gary Vee. And Jason explained how uh, Gary has these different roles. I mean, he is authentic himself, but at the same time, he's playing some role for his community. So, yeah. I, I mean, he's saying the F word uh, very often and very loud, but he can also be the, the, the professional business person and, and speak about their, their journey as, as, as an entrepreneur. And that's, that's the cool thing that you, yes, you have to be authentic and yourself, but at the same time, you, you, can you, you don't have to, because many people have this problem, I don't want to share personal things in, in my content, but you can, you can play, Uh, in quote, quote uh, a role where you where you play another version of yourself, maybe a better version. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I hardly agree. Cool. So w the the thing that you said with Richard is also interesting. So he when when I interviewed him, he also said um, uh, nail it down, like you said it, and yep. also. When it comes, for example, in my, my case, he said, uh, Jakob, you did a good job. You said content marketing uh, for small and medium enterprises. And then if you nail it even further, maybe it would be even better if I say something like service-oriented businesses or entrepreneurs or speaker okay. industry. So yes. if you, I think this is important when you have your target audience and you can really name, nail it um, to some kind of industries. So you, you, for um, example, in, in your case, it's more, yep. uh, more technology clients, right? Yeah, we, we love technology and software clients. Is that fin, FinTech, software, software as a service, um, is that cool. we, we love working with. Yeah, so, and look, and I've, I've, I, with, with that and your concept, I'd actually challenge you to go further than that in terms of a niche. Um, I think you really want to um, nail that, that getting deeper. So you said yeah. you got con content marketing and then there was, um, what did you, what was the next thing you said? Small, 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 medium, small business. Medium, yep. Small, medium. Um, yeah. I, I would continue. I would keep going further because I think there is a world of new opportunities um, popping up. So I was, I was lucky enough. There's a, a personal branding person in Sydney. I'm just starting to do some work with, and she, there's a series of questions about why you, but one thing she really asked is why now? Right. So what's going on in the world that makes you the most relevant you to whoever it may be. So um, I think there's things you could do around. Yeah. So whether it be uh, content marketing for small business, but um, digital novices or something. So you could build a whole array of, of tools and tips on how to actually kickstart your business online, or it could be to take it to the next level, or it could be, you know, do FinTech. How, how do you run great? So I think just once again, just ideas that I think, The narrower niche you get, the, the, the quicker and easier it is to get results um, yeah. with, with, with your message. So, um, it's, um, yeah, I think taking that next couple of levels would be really worthwhile for everybody. 
Yeah. So when I prepared a couple of questions, I thought myself, okay, how important is in your opinion, Google my business? So um, there's, there's, a, there's a service where you can register your business. Is this something? Well, because you can, you can also post material, post uh, pictures and videos. Is this something yep. that you recommend? Okay. Yeah, you want to get, you want to set it up well. So you, it's, yeah. it's worthwhile okay. spending a couple of hours on telling your story well, getting all the details right, um, images, good images. Um, you need good reviews. So you yeah. want to continually get into the review process. At the same time, you don't want thousands of reviews. So it's actually got to be legitimate. So um, up here, um, our real estate agent, who I detest with a passion. Um, I mean, <laughs> she, you, do, you, do you call them real estate agents in Germany? I just wanted to make sure that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and they're awful, right? Everybody knows these people are awful. Um, service, service is terrible, whatever. But they've got like 600 five-star Google reviews, right? Like no bad reviews. And God, that's not real. You, you smell that, pardon my French, bullshit straight away, right? It's, yeah. you know, it's not real, right? You know, but if they had 44.1-star reviews, you go, that's real. That's, that's a, I, I like that. So got to be real, got to be honest. Um, everybody knows you get bad reviews, so don't don't try and cover up bad reviews. Everybody knows there's some real, um, not very nice people in the world, um, and that's kind of it. But I guess one thing with that is you want to make sure all your details align. So your website has got the same information that's on your Google My Business, that's on um, your Yellow Pages listing or your Yelp or whatever, so mm -hmm. that you know it's got the same address, the same opening hours, all corresponds. Because once again, that's part of Google's making sure that you're a legitimate business. Yeah, um, in, in those checks and but that, that's about all you need to do for Google My Business. Um, but, but you also, yeah, sorry uh, for interrupting. Uh, just uh, when you have bad reviews, should should uh, an entrepreneur answer to it because you have this uh, opportunity? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, and you should, yeah, you should answer every review, good and bad. Say great, thanks for your feedback. Um, I've taken on board. I've spoken to Sally. We've we've improved her training induction, so this won't happen again. Really appreciate your feedback. Okay. Um, or and on it, you know what? If if there are a, a, a really not very nice person. I keep going to use rude words. Can I swear on this podcast? Is that, so if, you, if they're an asshole, right? Tell them you're, you're an asshole. I think you're an asshole. You were rude <laughs> to my staff. You can take your business elsewhere. I don't want your money, right? And, and you don't need to be overtly aggressive about it, but um, people like character as well, right? So it shows that you're, you're, a, you're a good human being sometimes when you push back on, on people because the customer is not always right. But that old catchphrase is actually is not, not true at all. Yeah. Um, and that's all you need to do. Um, but you need to do that with Google, Apple Maps, um, Bing Maps to a lesser extent, but you need to set them all up. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you mentioned this real estate agent. I think that's, that's very interesting because I also have some experience with them <laughs> when it comes yeah. to content production. Um, yeah. where, where, did they bought these, these reviews or how, how did this, this happen? <laughs> okay, you don't know. I, okay. I, it'll either be family and friends or they would have bought them. Uh, or, their agent, uh, or their agency, something like uh, it was just it was ridiculous. Like four point nine stars out of six hundred reviews for a real estate agent. You're going, what a crock. Um, <laughs> so it's yeah, no, you know that's not real. It's okay. um just once again, this comes back. You know, just do the right thing. You know, don't try and cheat people or lie to people or whatever it may be. Just do the do the right things, and, and it, it makes for a much happier life and better marketing long term. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So we have, I mean, 2020, it's getting into the end since we are, we are in November now. 
Um, what, what lessons do you learn from this whole COVID-19 thing? So is there something that you change when it comes to uh, SEO? Are there things that, that changed or is this a bigger topic now, SEO for your clients or within your industry? Um, no, I think we've been, look, it's, it's interesting. It's, I don't think there's been any massive changes to our industry. I think the people, the people that have invested more in their marketing are actually going to be the ones that come out on top. So mm -hmm. to, uh, historically, and, and now it's been no different, is marketing is the first budget to be cut um, mm -hmm. when in tough times. Um, but all the research shows that when you double down on your marketing in tough times, it's actually it's what, it's what uh, pulls you out on top at the, uh, when, when things get better. So I think the most, obviously, <laughs> I have a self-interest in, in people spending money on marketing. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you do. it also, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, but it, it, it allows you to, to rebuild everything and, and not yeah. from a, you know, scrap everything, let's, but it's, you know, what's really important? What's going to get the cut through? What's going to make the most difference? And it's, it's no different to the 80-20 rule that goes throughout your business is there'd be 20% of your marketing that's actually giving you 80% of the results, right? So how do we find what that 20% is? Let's double down on that 20%. So it's now 40% and that gives us 160%, if my maths work out correctly. Um, that's yeah. the result. So there's, so now's the time you, you, you got to invest in the process and build the right assets and collateral and, and things you've been thinking of you just haven't had time to, or they've been on the back burner. This is the, the beautiful time to be doing that. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, once again, we're getting a bit too late. I think the other really interesting thing is, and we talked about this just briefly beforehand, was people trying to make a shift into digital now um, versus when they weren't prior to COVID. Um, and I think yeah. the experiences that we're seeing in Australia is they're in for, they've found it a really rude shock. So they're trying to play catch up to people that have had five plus years learnings and experience yeah. and growth. And they're trying to compete in that space without understanding the amount of time, energy and effort uh, and, and resources it takes to, to, to get digital up and working for you. Um, so the smart ones will, will work it out and they'll be prepared to invest in it. And the ones that once again niche in the right areas. Um, but I think for 90, 80%, 90% of people is that they're going to be flogging a dead horse because they haven't gone through the trials and tribulations of what, digital, what it takes to make things work in the digital world. Yes. So to some degree, you can you can buy into the learning curve, but after a while, it's not possible. <laughs> oh, correct. Correct. So twenty and twenty years ago, you could open a retail shop in a retail strip, and you'd make yeah. good money. Maybe maybe thirty, forty years ago, um, and that, that that just doesn't work anymore. You've actually once again the, the smartness of people and their ability to choose is is astronomical. So this is once again why your marketing is so much more important. Is you've actually got to prove how good you are you've got to connect with people you've got to show them that the value you bring to the party is more than the competitors you need to fulfill on that promise with with the rest of your business mm -hmm. um and it's 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 rapidly changing that you know the consumer is the one of choice versus historically you open a store and, and you'd make money out of it so it's um that that shift in mentality if you haven't got that, you're not going to get in the future. So there's got a lot of people that test and try a lot of things, but they haven't got the, the learnings to go with that to show how important it is to get right. Yes, exactly. Okay. Like it. And that's why I, th I think you're, you're in a great position, right? So you, you're in this um, amazing world that businesses must have. And yes. unfortunately, 95% of them don't know what to do with it. They actually don't know what content is or how to reduce it or, or um, what's important or not. And I think you're in, you're in an amazing position to, to help people with that. 
Yeah, I, I think it's good timing now for content. That's that's true. Yes. So uh, what? But the other thing is, um, Eva. I mean, uh, I mean, I agree totally to what you say. I mean, it's it's a big, big opportunity for all of us. It's a it's a time window, so to say, in into the future. But um, uh, either you say it, see it like we see it, or you see it and you're you're shocked and you don't move as an entrepreneur because you don't understand it and maybe it's this facebook thing and this digital world is nothing for you but i think that's important that that the mindset is important that you don't have to have to do it all yourself that there are people around you that can help you or support you that's i think the important thing to all the people who are so to say in a who are shocked or uh, about the situation yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, it's every, every part of your business is driven by people. So if you don't have good people, uh, you, you're dead in the water. And I think once again, the, the bane of every small business owner's existence is staff, um, is making sure we've got good, competent, skilled staff. And that's mm -hmm. literally is half the, the battle is finding those staff that can help you. So whether yeah. it be a, a, a content strategist or a, a digital marketing company or a web dev company or whatever, you need to find really good people. And once again, it's, it's like everything else is there's a lot of people out there that, that are might be a bit lazy or not quite as good as they say they are. And, and the world of marketing is no different. So you've really got to, um, sift through to find find the, the diamonds in the rough but when you find them they're worth their weight in gold yes so you also have these good people in in your company can we speak a little bit <laughs> yes i do <laughs> <laughs> good segue yes can we speak a little bit about your your company and um so yep. we, we spoke a little bit about your target audience but what, what exactly are you helping your clients with? And I'm also interested in how big um, your company is. So how many, how many people are working? Yep. Uh, so there's eight of us uh, eight. In, in the team. So, so quite small from, a, from an agency perspective, um, particularly on a, on a global scale. So in Australia, it's obviously a, we're a much smaller economy overall. Um, at the same time, I think we're probably well and truly punching above our weight, as, as we would say. So it's... Um, uh, I've deliberately gone out of our way. So once again, having sat on the other side and realized how important people is, is, is we've gone out of our way to only recruit really senior people, talented, capable. So okay, cool. um, minimum 15 plus years experience, been around the traps a lot. Um, most of us have also had our own business before. So understanding that mentality is really important to us. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately it's, you know, it's our job to make sure we do the right stuff from day one. Uh, and, and get the results as soon as possible. So look, ultimately it's our, our real core search. So how do you use your website and Google to drive growth and, and results for your business? Um, and then coming back to my background around the engineering is, we, we really refer to ourselves as marketing engineers. So how do you bring that engineering discipline in the designing of the complete system you need the analytics and optimization to do that sort of work. And then, you know, working with a great team of people to, to execute timely, effectively and efficiently um, and steer the ship in, in the correct path. So um, that's, that's, we only ever work with maximum 25 companies at any one point in time. So um, we've, we've set a, a deliberate limit both in terms of, clients we want to work with and also um, the, the work we do for them, um, to, which allows us as a team to really do what we do well and love doing. Um, so, you know, we're not, we're not ch chasing the next customer or the next wave or, or trying to squeeze 
4,000 clients into two account managers type proposition for us. It's, you know, we, we need to do great work. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, there's no point in otherwise. That's cool. So, but um, just that I got it right. So you're more in the background, so uh, the website and the technical things, but not actual the, the content, right? So, or did I miss something? No, no. So in terms of the content, we work with clients to build, we call it the, the, the cadence system, the content cadence system. So that, you know what, um, so this is one of the other points I think, which would be a really interesting topic for you to explore. And I'm not sure if you have, because I haven't had a chance to listen to all your podcast, but it, it, our experience in content is that the actual idea and, and writing the piece of content is the quick, mm -hmm. easy part. Well, it's probably mm -hmm. not the easy part, but it's actually quite, it's a quick part. Um, I mean, I, I can pump out a decent blog article in maybe an hour, right? If you dictate it and ship it off to get it transcribed and back again, you can do it quicker, right? But then mm -hmm. they forget about the other probably five hours of work that's got to go into finding an image for it, getting it live, making it look good, putting it on the social channels, um, all that extra work that's got to go with it. That, so that really takes, we, we call it a system, right? So that week one will actually, and I guess part of that is we won't write the content. We will force our clients to provide us with the guts of it. So the bones or the main points mm -hmm. of it will force mm -hmm. them to give it whether, whether they dictate into a phone or do a loom recording and send it to us. But for once again, for us coming back to that concept of producing great content, we, we strongly believe it's got to come from their mind that they're, they're yes. the author areas of expertise. So it's how do we get that out of their head and then we can pretty it up so we can proof it. We can make it a, a put an attractive heading into it, put some bullet points, find the right image, get it live, put it on the social channels to, to share, put some money behind it. So we'll provide all that supporting framework. We put the content calendar together. Um, mm -hmm. And I guess overarching all of that is we'll build the right strategy with them. So, you know, and how are we defining that area of expertise? Um, what are the content pillars that we've got to overlay? What's the keyword research that's got to underpin each bit of content to, to make sure it, okay. it fits in with what, what the target audience is searching yeah. for in, in Google? Um, so we'll, we'll put out all the framework, but really the guts of, and the, the real meat of any content piece is, is we need to come from the, from our client's head. We, we don't believe that you can outsource that whole process and do it really well. Um, okay. Does that? Yeah. yeah, yeah so you're, act, yep. you're acting like a, a, like the lead agency for, for this company. So you're, you're, it's, it's a full service agency work that you're doing, right? All search. So we, 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 um, we don't, uh, we'll dabble a little bit in social, but we don't do a massive amount of social work. Um, but it's all search based. So if you need some creatives, we're not creative. So if you need logos and images done and that ah. sort of stuff, that's not us. Um, okay. So it's really all search based, which is your website content, the death of SEO, if you still want to call it that um, Google ads. Uh, is really the, the crux of our business. And then mm -hmm. we've built a whole system that underpins it. So from a strategy perspective around target audience, value proposition, customer journey, and then obviously how we bring that to life in, in your digital assets, mm -hmm. uh, the analytics um, and all the tracking reporting that needs to go un underpin all of that. And then uh, we overlay that with the management framework uh, and the improvement and optimization process across the board. So once again, you know, what's the weekly meetings you need to have with a client? What's the whips, the work in progresses and where we're up to. So really building that whole, well, I think we call it a system. It is a, a, a search digital marketing system uh, yes. that, that you need to, to, to really do things well. And so once again, yeah. coming back to your concept, uh, your challenge at the moment is all these new businesses trying to 
get into the digital space is it's it's a minefield there's so many different avenues and channels and that sort of thing is, is i think it's we're, we're very good at bringing that framework you need to, to make it work for you yes that's cool so i will definitely include the show notes into um, the link to, to your website into the show notes so that people can get more information that's cool <laughs> so uh, when it comes to trends uh, so the, the yeah to the view to the future um, one big topic that's also something that that uh, Gary Vee is also speaking a lot about um, voice search so what do you think about voice so is it something I mean are we too early or is it something that uh, some industry leaders are already using and if so what recommendations do you have when it comes to voice search voice optimization so to say yeah yeah um Uh, it's, it's interesting and, and I'm being honest, I haven't had a massive amount of experience in it and I'm not certainly not an expert at it. Um, I yeah. think one thing that I've learnt with technology is as much as things change, they still stay the same. Right. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you, you look at all the tech technology we have yet business is still about me having a relationship with you and you liking yeah. me and paying me money. So the channel of how we communicate shifts and changes depending on what we're, we're doing but the fundamentals of our connection that we need to have in a relationship wise doesn't change and so uh, voice isn't going to change that so all the principles that underpin once again great content great marketing are all still the same it's just going to be a different mechanism and channel mm -hmm. and also the other thing we've noticed with google facebook um and those big players is Their all their development is driven to it's not the right word, but it's the lowest common denominator. So they're mm -hmm. trying to make everything as easy as possible. It is for everybody. Right. Yes. So um, that means that they will actually make that voice search will integrate into everything you're already doing. So my take on it is you actually, as a business, you don't need to change anything you're doing. Um, okay. All the tools will, will come associated with that. And so coming yeah. back to, I think you're on the, the, a similar mindset is, you know what, do great stuff. Let's do great marketing. Let's produce <laughs> great content. That's your focus because the, the tools, the algorithms and the search and the speech technology will, will, will just overlay all of that. So it'll just read a great blog article and all the, all the, the things that are coming into Google at the moment around that um, the speech and search is, I believe, all based around all the searches anyway, it's just in a different format. So it's still the same question that somebody would have typed in historically, but they're just saying it. And so Google's still showing the same information as a, a response and answer to them. So it's, it circles back to, it has, it's going to change, but it's going to stay the same. So it's the focus on what you do. You don't need to change. Um, yeah. And, and if you've got a very specific niche that, that's going to work in that space, a different proposition, but for 98% of businesses, Uh, just just once again focus on your customer building great relationships and, and marketing well to them yeah okay so the fundamentals uh building relationship creating good content and don't focus so much on the technical side so because it's becoming easier yeah. correct correct isn't it they are i mean you look at the, the changes google's been rolling out to its google ad platform It's trying, to, it's trying to take any human smarts out of the equation, which is horrific, by the way. That's, that's another war I'd love to go with with Mr. Google. Um, he's removing more and more of the actual data that you can get out of it to see if you're doing a good job or not. And that's, that's horrific. Um, but uh, he's, he's trying to make it as simple 
for the layman as possible. That's, that's it's his whole man. His it's mantra at the moment <laughs> is to um, take make it simple. So it just uh, uh, Google is deleting data, or what, what, what exactly do you mean? I didn't get that point. So what in the inter, uh, Google Ads interface in the background um, yeah. when you when you type the term into the search box and your ad shows for it, yeah. um, you get to see, or you, you used to be able to get to see what that exactly was. So you could see, was that a good, and here obviously marry up to the keyword you've chosen mm -hmm. and you'd see if it's a good search on. So for example, it might be content marketing agency in your book. Um, and, but somebody actually typed in uh, employment at a content marketing agency. Right, so you as the business running a content marketing agency, you don't want people, you don't want to be paying for people to click on the word job or yeah. employment at. So you'd, you'd see that in the search, um, search queries and you'd say, let's put that as a negative, right? So that your ad will never show again for that as a search term. Yeah. So yeah. he's taking that ability away from more and more searches. So you're, you're actually now paying him for things you actually don't know what he's done with that, which mm -hmm. I, I would have thought is quite illegal. Um, but yeah. he's doing it and he's, it's doing it and it's, it's getting away with it. So, and it's, uh, it's getting worse and worse. So I think, uh, rough figure, and I don't know the exact stats, but you used to be able to see sort of 60 or 70% of those search terms. And he's taking, I think it's down to 20 or 30% or something like that. So it's, mm. he's, he, yeah, which is not, it's not a good thing for Google ads customers. And yes. it's interesting that very few people are up in arms about it, but they should be. The big spenders will be blowing a truckload of money not knowing it and doing nothing about it. And the only person that actually wins out of that is Google, funnily enough, because he just yeah. makes more money without having to define it. Yeah, so it's, uh, yep. once again, I don't know why, but uh, nobody's up in arms about it. There's very few people up in arms about it. Yeah, but, but when it comes, because I, uh, I use Facebook and LinkedIn ads. I never tried Google ads uh, when I'm honest. So yep. how do you, is there, if the, is there a race between, Three of them. So, what what horse would you bet? <laughs> you're you're uh, using uh, Google Ads. They're, they're both behemoths. Um, oh, sorry, all three of them are behemoths. Um, so, in terms of, they're all the very different channels, right? You got to keep uh, once again the the simplicity of marketing is it's either a pull or it's a push, right? So, pull yeah. means um, people are actually actively looking for it and they want to see it, which is what Google is. Um, so, traditionally, it's a much higher intent person that you'll capture because they actually want the information. So I'm going to Google content marketing agency because I actually am interested in finding a content marketing agency. Um, whereas social is very much you're interrupting my day, right? So you okay. need to push them a very, very attractive message for yeah. them to click on. Um, and once again, that visitor is a, a lot lower intent. So if you've bring a hundred visitors through Google ads, you might expect a four to 6% conversion rate. So you might, get four or six leads out of it. Facebook might be one in a hundred and it's very different depending on the offering in the industry and, and that sort yeah. of stuff. So, but they're just, they're all very different means of achieving what you want to achieve um, and how you do it. Um, uh, and LinkedIn is just a different kettle of fish altogether. Um, that's, somebody was saying it's the, the most profitable um, social media platform ever um, because I just, they don't invest in it. It's been the same sort of platform for five years now um, and it's booming. Um, yeah. But once again, the, the difference with Facebook and LinkedIn and Google is you have a lot more control over Google ads. You can choose the keywords, you can go through the improvement process. Whereas Facebook and LinkedIn is, you know, here's my ad, here's who I want to target, go do your thing. So you have no idea where it places it or who actually sees it. So there's a lot yeah. more control 
um, over Google and there's a lot yeah. more you can do with it in terms of that cost management. So you, yeah, it's um, like, we, yeah, we, we love Google ads just for okay. the sheer power of what it can do. Cool. I will and it's, think about this again. <laughs> Where to invest? <laughs> and I think, and particularly for you, you want to get, you've got to go niche though. So once again, going after key terms like content marketing agency, you've got no hope, right? Long term you could, um, but you go niche, you go fintech content marketing agency yeah. and just yeah. once again, own that space. It's cheaper, quicker, simpler, easier, um, get better results. So niche is all that niches, niches. Cool. Okay, thank you. My last question is, uh, who would you recommend for my podcast? That's a really good question. I really, <laughs> I always struggle. I always struggle with this one. Um, <laughs> uh, so look, I think one person who I'd love to see on these, on a podcast, but I think you've got no hope of getting him um, would be my brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So I think, and I just, uh, I love, I love the concept of learnings from failures aren't the right word. Um, but I think just people's journeys that, um, go up and, and he, um, I like to, he had like a retail, I call it an empire. So in Australia it was a bit of an empire. So it ended up with from zero to 26 stores over, over about 15 years and employed 300 people at its peak and all that sort of jazz did was doing really well and then got caught up in a few things from a supply perspective and a lot of external, um, uh, bad things happening to that business and retail obviously traditionally has gone yeah. through the doldrums over the past eight years, but just going the rolling that roller coaster to literally walked away with very little out of it. Uh, amazing stories and learnings that for some reason, people only want to interview successful, currently successful people. Whereas to me, he, he's got a lot more learnings under his belt than, uh, than, than a lot of successful business people uh, for okay. want of a better word. Um, cool. So I think, he would be interesting. I think the other one is, I think very related to the points you've touched on is personal branding um, is, is how do you define that area of uh, authority? Um, yeah. How do you choose how to go to war? So there's, there's one or two really great people in that space. There's a Nicole in Sydney who I mentioned before, who'd be really worthwhile getting on board as well. Cause I think that cool. would be a, a, a good learning um, mm -hmm. for your business. Yeah. Would love to get an introduction. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy to. That would be great. Okay, Ben. Um, yeah, was a wide ride. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, I, uh, I, it was worthwhile. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it was it was great. Uh, very meaningful, Good. valuable yeah. lessons. So thank you very awesome. much for your time and hope to uh, stay in touch. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that. Enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to Content Marketing Mastery. If you have any questions, just send a voice message through Anchor. And if you liked what you heard, we would love to get a review from you. You can also download a free white paper, five lessons on how to create content and monetize your knowledge on our website, contentmentoring.com. Thanks and best.